what we traditionally do uh, in Scotland, anyway, when we when we have a, an egg on Easter, is we like to yeah. just oh! <laughs> like that. And, um, <laughs> That's it's normal. It's normal. Oh, uh, you're gonna have to go wash that off now. <laughs> In my eyes and everything. Yeah. yeah, but you're used to that with like semen, aren't you? Um, <laughs> it looks the same color as well. I don't know what only contemporary podcast that uses adjectives, words, expressions such as Roger, Biggies, Elf. What was that? <laughs> you just squawked. Filth. That's, a filth. that's not a word. That's not a word, Michael. That's Jokes. just the noise you make when you're bent I mean, over by the police. <laughs> squeal like a pig. <laughs> we discussed why you squeal like a pig on this show, haven't we, already? Um, uh, Jugs. I mean, Jay, JD, you didn't say your, your police word, did you, sir? Did you? Roz. Roz. Oh, you did. Fuzz, okay. F-U-Z-Z, fuzz. I call by the fuzz. Knock, if you hear a knock on the door, and it's the middle of the Hello? night, it could well be the fuzz. It is actually me. <laughs> well, you thought it was a gimp. Hello. Hey, uh, that's awesome. I do that. Uh, well, hang on. Yeah, that is brilliant. You, you've knocked it out of the park there, Paul. James, that is menacing. Absolutely menacing. And me and Jugs have just thrown together what we could at the last minute. <laughs> Some glasses and a hat and a mask. <laughs> no. Sure I did. But, but now, you've, now I'm going to buy us both a mask, Jugs. You tell me what you want and let's get one for next time. We'll get a decent one. But now I'm just looking Chinese for some reason. I don't know why I think I do look Chinese, but... I'm ugly enough. I got a mask on every day. Some would say that we all wear a mask in our daily lives. Is that right, James? You're a psychologist. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> JD, you, you've not been wearing that out, have you? You're a fucking menace. <laughs> We have to take precautions, Michael. Scary kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, just tell everyone, you've just got like a, a Henry 
an eighth of coke, haven't you, in that beak? Henry in the bill. Henry in the bill, sir. Henry in the bill. Got an Henry in the bill. Yeah. Uh, JD, give us a bit of back, background about the mass do, because I, I didn't know anything about this, the bubonic plague, and it's so topical. And, and you sent me this, you sent us that brilliant video last night. I'll try and uh, link it in the, in the videos below. Uh, you sent a fantastic video. So just tell us what that mass signifies, JD. Well, this mask is as old as the stones in London, in Tower Bridge. It goes back to the 6th century uh, in France or maybe Italy, uh, used by the plague doctor, Dr. Death, the doctors who were assigned to go and treat the plague victims. But usually they were just really collecting dead bodies. And the large bill, it's plague times. Everywhere I turn, there's a large bill in front of me. You know, times are rough. But in plague times, they would stuff this beak with herbs, with flowers, with spices, because it smelled mm. terrible. Right. Right, because they were literally just rotting. People's like flesh was rotting off their skin and dead bodies were lining the streets. Because uh, after that video I watched, yeah, yeah. I, w I went into another horrible video as well about the worst times to have been alive in human history, like Genghis Khan and uh, the plagues was one of them. Yeah, but a big one was Chairman Mao's reign in in China as well. Apparently, that was horrific. I mean, that that's pr that's fairly recent history, isn't it? And it was just absolutely fucking awful what they did. I was looking at, yeah, I'll just, just show the peeps what we were looking at, guys, last night, this video here. I'm a Black Death Doctor. It's pretty good, wasn't it? Uh, this one, yeah, this is the... Uh... Let my fear of the it's epidemic like and the horrible yeah. fate that awaits the infected overcome me because oh, the, I am... The a ending, the ending, James, was brilliant. Hey, Doctor. Perfumes to ward off the foul-smelling air of disease. I spend my days traveling to the homes of the sick, checking in on the infected and diagnosing new cases. I employ the most advanced medical knowledge of the day, performing bloodlettings and advising the ill to rub onions on their sores. I use a cane to examine the very sickest of my patients so that I don't have to touch them. Will these techniques work? Will I be able to cure the sick, or at least offer them some comfort in their final moments? Will I be able to find the source of the disease? No. Yeah. We're still looking now, buddy. Yeah, yeah. We're still searching now. Hey, I like your hair like that, James. I, you look like I can, a. Um... I can't breathe in that fucking thing. It's it's really difficult to breathe. Uh, you look like like a baggy sort of nineties. Uh, sorry, Jugs. Uh, sorry, Paul. You look like a baggy's like nineties band. You know when your hair was like tousled forward. It's quite. Uh, I look like Luke Skywalker when he comes out of the innards of that strange fucking snow creature. When he comes out of his mother's vagina. Uh, sorry, Paul. What were you saying, mate? Oh, nothing. I was just going to say, did you, have any of you been to, uh, have any of you, have you been to Tesco's or Tops recently and noticed a severe, a severe lack of onions? <laughs> Everyone's fucking filling up their bathtubs full of onions and just fucking rolling. And Imagine that though, mixed with the stench of dead rotting flesh, onions, and it yeah, would hurt. Everyone's happy, but they're just fucking weeping all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, doctor. My husband's dead. I'm not actually fucking crying. <laughs> just, I'm, not, I'm not actually distraught at all. It's just the onions. He was a fucking dickhead. <laughs> yeah. He used to beat me on the reg. He used to say that back in uh, back in the 1600s, didn't he? Well, talking about the 1600s, guys, it's looking like we're going back there in terms of the long arm of the law. That's right. Yes, overreach. We're talking about overreach, and this time they've gone too far. Uh, if you can get your stories into us, if you've got any stories of overreach out there, send them to this strange life podcast at gmail.com and we'll feature them on the show, shall we, guys? Hey, 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 hey. Yes, sweet can indeed. Right, share screen. Here we go. So this was um, who wants to introduce it? Shall I? It's your neck of the woods. All right, yeah. So if you've ever thought I talk funny, listen to this dickhead. Uh, no, he's not a dickhead, really. He's what did I say in the chat? He's half retard and half hero in my in my books. Uh, so he were, he basically had his TV on loud. The neighbours reported him, and the police fucking kicked his door in. <laughs> He's back dorsing. Right. Uh, okay, here we go. Oh, look at that. It looked like a, somebody with the legs open. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to take this with his legs open, that's for sure. Listen to us. Hello. We've got a call, haven't we? Because we want to come, otherwise, there might be something going on here, so. This guy's really angry. We should what, be saying about social distancing, so I'm keeping yeah. the distance. Now, fuck off. Right, so we need to check the people. Stay away from me. What's your name? Don't matter. Well, we're going to find out. Doesn't matter. What are you doing in my house? Well, I'm just explaining to you. What are you doing I'm in my house? I'm just explaining to you why we're here. We've had a call, there's a disturbance, that's why we're here. Like, what, so you keep me darling? Should you have opened the <laughs> you, door? No. Let me explain that to you. No, I told you why I wouldn't open the door is because of what is going around this virus right. now. Fuck off right. and get out of here. What time size? Look at you. You Every, might have it. Fucking no. What time size? Like? Everything's all right. Oh, hey. Come on. Get in here, dickhead. Go on, have a look. Look, at, look how angry he is. Look how angry he is, look. Wait, it's yeah. yeah. No point on in here, is there? So what do you mean putting me door through for then? Fucking do one! You fucking pathetic! Get out of here! <laughs> he was you fucking killing absolute disgrace. And you got all else to do. You put my fucking door through. I hope you're gonna fucking what are you going to fucking do to that? Have you got to get Oh, shut your fucking mouth, you fucking brain dead cunt. Get out. <laughs> fucking paid, what, 20 grand a year to be a fucking knobhead? Fuck off. Get out. Am I fucking out? Get the fuck out. What are you? Bye. Bye. Fucking idiots. Brought me fucking door. Look at the fucking state of this! Huh? British fucking police! Look at the fucking state of it! You fucking knobheads! Fuck my life! <laughs> I, th I, th I think you'll all agree that man's an absolute hero. Uh, you, Fuck sir, are a my hero. Life. <laughs> you're a brain dead fucking cunt. 
the legal protocol um, after such an intrusion. Now, Mickey, you've had your back doors bashed in a few times. In some parts, in some parts, in some parts, I have referred to. Are we talking about body crevices? We might, we might. Door and back door. <laughs> in, in, in some parts, I am referred to as uh, backdoor Mickey. That's correct. Yes. Oh man. <laughs> That's correct, yes. Uh, I just put my readers on. Hang on. Oh, I can see you now. Right. Um, yeah. You should have so, come from my fucking village, man. My village is called Windygates. <laughs> is it? Legit, yeah. Uh, His back door's been blown in. So when everyone farts there, it just goes... <sighs> um, yeah, you don't even hear it. Yeah, so the protocol is, right, they come and kick your back doors in. They've got to come and fix it, right? Yeah, yes. Well, no. set you up. <laughs> They've got to come and, yeah, and return your hole to normal. Um, no, they've got to... Um, so you... Well, I had my back door kicked in once. I did actually buy copper. And, <laughs> and they, they, they basically... You, you've got to get it fixed, give them the bill, and then they'll reimburse you for it. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, you can click it off for a bit, darling. Just pass the thing. Um, so yeah, so, so you've got, you got your shit pushed in, huh? Yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. They, uh, they packed the fudge. <laughs> You thought it was just a standard <laughs> cavity search until they went yeah. deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, talk about fudge packing. Um, so they put a full foot in there, huh? They did indeed. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one, of their, one of their size 10s, a jackboot. <laughs> What's up, sweetheart? You're going to sleep, are you? All right, I love you, darling. Night, night. Everyone say night, night to noi. Oi. Say night. Night, night. night. I love you. And in a car. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's a fucking inconvenience, actually. So I, I just can't help but thinking, A, I feel sorry for that guy's neighbours if he's like that all the fucking time. You can set, and B, he, he definitely lives in some kind of, um, like, council house or flat, don't they? Definitely. You can tell by the shared, swing of the doors and all that. Accommodation area. Shared definitely. common area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's scum of the earth, any of that dude. But, I mean... He's probably got about 50 Rustlers microwavable burgers in his cupboards. Absolutely. He yeah. does not eat well. Package. That is not the voice of a man who gets his five a day, is it? Well, let's, let's keep it real. These, these people are, are public servants. That means you pay their salary with your taxes. It's fucking true. So if they're yeah. going to they're gonna, they're gonna kick in your door over, over you know, some loud television or something like that, you know what I mean? They're basically... You know, going against you know the public. Jokes, have you got the? Public, have you know? got your um that thing that you showed us last week? That at least they could give us some before they put the back doors in. Quick, your 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 um, have you got it? Which one? Lube. It's <laughs> got several. Have you not got your uh, lube? Right, right, right. <laughs> no, not matter. handy. But that's the thing. They're supposed <laughs> to be. They're supposed to be citizens. Police right. are you know technically citizens. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, control the law of the land but that guy the ginger guy was a thug right he was just as much of a thug as a guy who had his fucking house broken into it was thug against thug. Well, I mean okay so putting, putting it put, putting it in that perspective alright they're, they're technically civil servants as they say yeah. you know what I mean they're, they're, they're citizens who are protecting other you know just citizens rights who else would let some random person in your apartment block kick in your door 
and tell you what the fuck is going on without you kicking their ass. I think um, I think there's another side to this story though, because during the conversation, it, it sounded like they had maybe spoken to him through the door, and he told them that he didn't want them to come in because he was afraid of the virus, and that's yeah. why they kicked his door in. So he he actually refused the entry, even though there was nothing. Hey, he's a cunt. Let, let's not let's not mistake the guy. He's a cunt for sure. But I mean, so just interesting you said that though, James. Um, because it is more of a it is more of a, a a thing to hit a to beat a copper in it than to beat a normal person. If you're charged with assaulting a police officer, it's worse than a normal person, isn't it? But they must be above the law in some ways when they don their suits, right? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no such thing as a normal person as well. You know, if you, you hit some rich dude who's well-connected, you have to work for a law firm in the city, you're mm. fucked, right? If it's just some random guy in a fucking bar, you're fine. Well, unless he's not a handy <laughs> bastard and he knocks your fucking teeth out. Well, I mean, legally speaking, you might be dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but legally, absolutely fine. Oh, we love beating homeless people, don't we, Paul? Oh, fucking, it's one of my favourite activities after 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> but interesting, right? So aren't we constantly told that this is all voluntary, social distancing, but all this shit is voluntary, right? The police always say, we're, we're, you know, we're not going to act on it, we're not going to start arresting people. Fucking bullshit, man. They're starting already. And this, this, I think this is setting a new precedent now. I mean, any time now that something's fucked up, that they want some kind of social order, there'll be a new fucking virus on the way, won't there? And it'll be, it's, for me... Martial, it's, I, martial law, is it? Yeah. And Jugs, just, just tell us a little bit. I mean, you, well, you might not want it, but just about the Constitution in America. I mean, certain you have rights to certain things, right? And they're basically well. There's a few. Up. There's a few. There's a few things. Yeah, Donald Trump is doing, saying that he's going to open up certain things, and he has rights within the president. And there's a conflict with the states. And the New York governor governor recently said, "No, actually, no, we're not going to do that. And you can go, you can go pack boxes because we're not going to listen to you." This. You know, the founding fathers already had this debate, you know, 200 odd years ago, and that was settled. So let's not go there. So, yeah, yeah. it's a debate. It's a debate. Because, I mean, they, they basically, for the moment, right, am I, am I over the top to say that our fucking civil liberties, liberties are suspended, right? Essentially, yeah. Given, given here in Thailand, we're on a quarantine from from or lockdown from ten to four, which means we cannot leave our house without being persecuted. Yeah, fucking this. In every in in every scary movie that you have seen, it's happening. It's fucking mad. Honestly, I I feel I just feel like there's an eerie sense of fucking calm. Even though something is happening somewhere, I was I was watching the um, the the discussion on Thai visa. Uh, for those of you outside Thailand, there's there's a basically all the expats here go on Thai visa, and there's there's a chat group and stuff. There's some right dickheads on there, but but nevertheless, it's a great site. And some guy was saying, "Look, I live opposite Bumerangrad. I know this is totally like what's the word? Um, where it's just oh, a, one, it's a hospital. One, one person story, but he's saying." You know, he believes the Thai numbers. He said there's no more uh, ambulances there than usual. All the ambulances there parked. Uh, there's no more, there doesn't seem to be any flurry of activity, no more than usual. 
So I'm wondering if if we are being told the truth here or not. It's just so when know. you um, when you said an, an eerie sense of calm, mm. this interest, man. Because do you think do you think we would hope um, better if there was some sort of um, natural disaster, you know, something that we could actually see, we could visualize, we could see it happening. But the fact that this virus is invisible, do you think that that affects us uh, mentally? That's a brilliant insight, mate. Or- I love that. Because, yeah, I love that because it is it is invisible and it is an invisible virus, but the politicians and the newspapers are trying their best to make it visible, aren't they? They're trying their best to fucking make us see it every single fucking turn. It's very interesting. Well, you can't switch on your computer. You can't go into Facebook or just uh, check out the local news without that being the main fucking headline. So. And, I mean, to some extent, it's understandable, but it's constantly driving the fear into people. It's, it's, it's forcing it into your head, and it's up in the anxiety levels of everyone. Like, yeah, the, the scariest thing is just the not knowing, not not knowing what's going to happen, because you you can't see it, you can't visualize any of it. You know? How 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 is your how is everyone's like mental health? <laughs> People fucking spearing shit on the walls, yeah. <laughs> Painting the walls with with feces. <laughs> well, let's let's yeah. there there's there's it depends what situation you're in given the socioeconomic status that you carry with you. Uh, one of the things that I've noticed around the world, there the low income people are suffering in the world right now. Uh, they recently passed a stimulus in, in a few countries, one in the United States, which everybody was entitled to 1,200 us dollars. And I speak with my friends in the United States very often. And guess what? That one thousand two hundred dollars is it going towards food and stuff like that? Maybe, but most of it is going towards paying off bills that you have to pay. So it's well, like, you what, you're, the, getting, you're getting money to inject it back into the economy. The, uh, is it a stimulus for people? Yeah, well, yeah. They announced that they were going to, for, for three months, they were going to give everyone 5,000 baht, weren't they? And they turned around, to, I think it was today or yesterday, and they said, uh, sorry guys, we, we actually just don't have enough money. So, so we're only going to do it for one month. And uh, we can't cope with the numbers. We can oh, only fuck. really do that for. Uh, we can only do that for. I don't know something like seven or eight. They they, they re up they re updated it, Paul. The, the the prime minister came back and said, "Sorry, I mean three months." And that was just recently posted within the past hour or two. So uh, I think it was unprecedented, though, like the amount of people that applied. Because, like I say, I think they they had kind of calculated. They had budgeted for around something like seven or eight or nine million people and 24 million people applied for it. That's a third of Thailand's population. That's crazy to think about. Unbelievable. Problem is, on, it has to be, from what I understand, it has to be linked to a tax ID number. And uh, the majority of uh, people who are claiming don't pay tax. I mean, farmers don't pay tax generally. Uh, they give their produce to the large corporations who export it, and those companies pay tax. So if you work for those companies, you'll be okay. If you work for a little noodle stand or a restaurant or in the entertainment business, if you don't have a tax record, you're fucked. And that's right. the majority of the population. That's 80%, 75%, 80% of the people will not get that 5,000 baht for one month or three months. I saw this horrible. Yeah. Then it just goes to show you that Thailand is not 
Um, I mean, people class it as a, what, a, a first world country now, right? But it, it's still very much a developing country, right? I mean, it's not third world, but it's it's definitely, you, you would call it a developing country. Despite, you know, living in Bangkok and seeing all the fancy lights and stuff like that, as soon as you get out of the city, there are people uh, on the on the bread line, right? Yeah, you're right. Thailand, Thailand's got one of the highest uh, disparities between uh, uh, the 1% and the rest of the population. It's got one of the worst in the world, I think. It wow, does. that doesn't surprise me at all, Jugs, because I, I, that, that's one thing I've always both found frustrating but loved about Thailand as well, the, the contrast, you know. You can walk down a street in Thailand and you can see a beautiful modern glass building and next door to it will be a shanty town. You know, you've got fucking beautiful modern sky train and yet you've got these old fucking cars that go past, uh, you know, these little farm vehicles and stuff. It's just, I, I, I do like that about Thailand. Um, but I can see, you know, for the people who are living it, it must be shit. <laughs> Got They've also got one of the highest um, national debts in the world as well. Uh, over the last really? few years, yeah, they borrow a lot. Like the emerging like middle classes, uh, have, they've all got cars which have repayments, houses. Pers oh, personal debt. Right. Okay. Personal debt, yeah. Not, not national debt, uh, personal debt. Um, it's huge here. Oh, so, I mean, massive. that's, that's going to kick in, I mean, yeah. right about now. But, but that's what happens, mate, just as countries start developing, isn't it? People are saying, oh, I can get a credit card now and I can do this. And I mean, it's the old so, story, so, isn't it, guys? I bet everyone's girlfriends, one member of her family, I bet at least one member of her family has bought a car or bought something or has got some money on the credit card and they're struggling, I bet you. <laughs> I reckon probably 90% uh, of people I know that have cars have cars on finance. It's, I guess it's not so different in UK, right? And these stimulus packages as well, we need to understand, they are to help. They are not designed to help the uh, working class people. They're not designed to help the people. They're designed to make the people who collect the money, the financial institutions, the car makers, the mortgage uh, brokers, the banks, It's a, and the shareholders of those companies, it's... They're giving people money in order for uh, these larger companies to keep running because the elite have shares in these larger companies. It's, there's no generosity here. It's, it's just a, math, it's a mathematical equation. If we don't give them money, they're not going to pay us. Where are they going to get the money from? Or we give them back the money they gave us as taxes. And we pretend it's some kind of charitable fucking offering. It's not. Yeah, please, you know. please, Mr. Government, please, Mr. Minister, can I have my thousand baht? You know, any fucking late. I mean, Thailand can say, well, where's your tax record? Uh, I don't have one. It was okay to not pay tax. Well, now you're not going to get anything. And, and well, that's, that's the problem. I've been recently reading about some, you know, some opinion articles on the Bangkok Post and you know, it's really missed a lot of times on the Bangkok Post, but they've been really bringing in how the banks of Thailand are, the, the, where the people can really use help, which is like delaying loan repayments until the economy Ooh. picks up to, you know, these things that can actually Mortgage, help yeah. people to save, to save their money to, you know, to actually pay these bills. They're not doing it. What they're doing Ooh. is they're, 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 they're delaying the payments for three months, but interest still keeps on incurring. And 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 the 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 Bank of Thailand's not doing anything to alleviate. So the banks they don't give a shit. They yeah, don't give it, a shit. So in in England, um, 
So everybody, companies are, well, I don't know if they're encouraged to, but what companies are doing is laying people off and then the government will pay 80% of the wages, which is not bad, is it? 80%. And then re-employing them later. And I don't think that will that can happen here in Thailand. But also, Matt, you're listening. You know, my mate Matt, who I was talking about, who loves the show. Hi, Matt. Everyone say hi, Matt. Hi, hey, Matt. Matt. Um, he, he's just... Oh no, he told me not to tell him, actually, fuck. It, um, he's a business owner and he's just received something for that, okay? Yeah, weird, eh? And the UK is got this <laughs> what, what, huge, trillion, trillion, trillion pound debt as well. You know? He told me not it's to like, tell him. It's not, yeah. where, where's this all coming from, you know? What the hell? Do you know, it'd be interesting to see, you know, this, like the debt clocks thing. Like, I wonder when... This debt started accruing, you know. Uh, if you look at the wor- world, if you look at world debt, there's a there's a worldometer, isn't there? Worldometer, worldometer, worldometer. There you go. I'll share these, my screen. I mean, what are all these people people doing? Like the, the people that are struggling to get by. Like, how are they? And you know, how how are they feeding themselves right now? You know. How is it possible? Like some people. You mean in Thailand? Yeah, it's it's just very difficult. Like. I don't know, mate. I, th- I think there's Fro- I frogs think... and rice, buddy. Frogs and rice. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, well, yeah, yeah. There's enough stuff you can get from the land, uh, and most people still have extended relatives in, in in the countryside in the northeast. So yeah, back to the farm, and back to uh, the rural way of life. Yeah. That, that's dead right. And, but there are a lot of Thai people suffering, specifically in the towns. Uh, I saw this interview with a lady the other night on Thai TV. She was just crying her eyes out because she's got no money. They've shut, she had a market stall. She used to sell these teddies. They shut her down. She can't get her fucking um, her, her stimulus check because she hasn't got the right paperwork. And she's just fucked. She's, she's got no family. She, well, sorry. She has got family who she's in charge of. She's the grandmother of daughters and grand- grandkids, she's got daughters and grandkids, and she's fucked. You know, there's nothing to do. So I'm wondering if there's anything we can do. Is it, I mean, there must be something we can give to, right? There must be a, there'd be some charities, I, I would imagine. So it, uh, look, listen, if you're from, I guess if you're from outside Thailand, though, you want to give money to your own country, every fucker's struggling. Out That's the thing, isn't it? We're all struggling, well, the whole world's struggling, right? People are going to extreme lengths as well to to ensure that they can survive. I mean, there's that guy who, who um, turned himself in, right? Oh, uh, let's go to that. Do, do, have you been watching this as as you've been as we've been talking? Just how that's growing and this and what is it? It's just fucked. World population burst. Hang on. Yeah. World well, population the population in the. In the 60s, only something like 2 million people, uh, 2 billion Look at people this. or something like that, right? Public healthcare spending today. The world population should be going down with the current economic... Uh, the current yeah, well, here we go. It reached 7 billion in 2011, has doubled in 40 years from 1959. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was... That's what I was Look at this, deaths. Look at that. Just 6, seven, 8, 9. Somebody died. Somebody's world... Turned upside down, like that. That's fucked, isn't it? When you think about it. Yeah. 
There was a great, Joe Rogan had a great bit about that when he said, imagine if, you, if there was a TV screen somewhere with all the fucking women who were in labor with their legs open and you could just see all the babies just popping out and crying, fucking all of them on a giant screen. Exactly like that, Paul. Yes, very nice. I mean, this is fucked, isn't it? So, uh, sorry, I did just want to look at here because I wanted to look at the debt, what the debt was. Um, so just let me do a quick search and then we'll go to Hungarian man. He's <laughs> hungry, man. <laughs> that was fucking funny, that. Um, well, this is fucked. Why isn't there a fucking search function on here? That is so silly. That is so gay. There's not a fucking search on here. Jesus Christ. Idiots. Right, just let me... Yeah, this US one is fucked. Look at these. Watch this go up like this. Look. <laughs> that is fucked. 24. Is that 24 trillion? Trillion, yeah. Holy fuck. Look at it. Just look at it going. <laughs> This is fucked up, dudes. So, I'd, yeah, we were trying to work out when the debt started, but I don't, I don't think that functions there. So anyway, let's move on. So uh, where were we? Where were we? Here we go. Hungarian, the man. lengths that people yeah. will go to. Yeah, exactly. Who said they were Hungarian? Was it you, JD? I did. <laughs> Was it you, Chugs? <laughs> 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 Fucking brilliant. Yeah, just just seeing that, that uh, we, we, when we were putting together the show um, in our sort of pre-show meeting, uh, what was it, meeting room 15C we were in today on the 20th floor, um, well, Chugs said it was a Hungarian man. <laughs> fucking Barbara from accounts was fucking laughing her head off. Oh, it's a hungry man. <laughs> yeah, it's a hungry man. <laughs> you had Barbara in stitches, Jugs. So funny. Um, so, Puket, a man walked into a police station... On, on this resort island. It's funny, he's on a resort island and he was at his last resort. Um, on Saturday, without a single, sorry, with a single methamphetamine tablet, or as they called here, Yabar, um, asking to be arrested so they could have a bite to eat. Uh, Tamasat Boonsong, Deputy Chief of Wichit Police Station in Mongwong District, said he and his colleagues were surprised when Chayapol Adin. 20 turned up to situation turned up to the station and presented one yabar pill and asked officers to apprehend him he said apprehend me um mr chaipol told them that he'd lost his job as an electrician after covid19 hit the island and could not leave the province to stay with his mother in pata blah 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 uh, the man said if he were imprisoned he would at least be given a regular meal the deputy please blah 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 and they charged him with possession of illicit drugs and monitor him closely because he's suffering mental health, uh, he did not get his meal. <laughs> <laughs> this show's going to run oh, out, wait, by the way. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. I thought he did get his meal. He got his cock meat sandwich. Yeah, I think. They, they, gave, <laughs> they gave him back a mesh tablet. They gave him back he a mesh tablet. So he, eat that. <laughs> he got a sausage, but it was up his anus. <laughs> Where did he get the pill? Well, that'll Where keep him stuffed. You know? <laughs> did, he, uh, 
<laughs> guys, guys, we've got two and a half minutes left on this. Uh, I'm happy to do a, right. another show. I mean, we're not just going to leave it there, are we? Are we saying yeah, bye? Let's run it by one more, one more show, one more. So I'll have a break. Good to go. We'll send I'll another one. I'll grab a cigarette. All right. Yeah, I got to, I got to get some little boys. Uh, JD. Well, you're going to touch some little boys in there. Oh, you're always thinking about it, aren't you? Always thinking <laughs> about little boys. Fuck <laughs> it up. All right, bye. See you in a minute. Bye. We'll leave that bit in. Who knows? Bye. It's actually Bigger of fudge. It is, mate. Yeah, yeah. You can get them at Villa. You know, near, um, near uh, Prom Pong, BTS. Dude, fucking... Klong Prem as well, can't you? <laughs> Klong Prem, what's that? That's the prison, isn't it? <laughs> Is that where they did that movie? Probably, but it's where they definitely have fingers of fudge. Are they, are oh. they one, of the treat, one of the treats you take out when you're on your rounds? Who, <laughs> <laughs> <No>, me? <laughs> the prison? What are you talking about? I don't get it. <laughs> Your daily walk through the park. <laughs> oh, all right, yeah, yeah, okay. Do, yeah. do you want a chocolate, little boy? It's in my pocket. Come and get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Come a pedo. I'm not a pedo. Oh, it's yeah. about the same size. <laughs> That is the gayest advert ever. You guys, <laughs> did you used to do this at school as well? You just substitute figure, uh, a kid for one of the girls in your class. You'd say a figure of far, she's just enough to give Kate Smith a true. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did, did actually. Yeah, 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 we did. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted my fans to learn. Oh, yeah. So um, yeah, so a little break there, and uh, back to the madness, isn't it? And uh, we're we're down one man, aren't we? We're down a man. In fact, I should have. Um, yeah, we're we're missing. Where is he? Where is he? Somebody find him! Somebody find him! Um, so what we're going to do, guys? What 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 have we got on this end of the show? I've got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about, indeed. Uh, there are many. Um, Stories, and you can see that I'm adding at the moment because I've got them uh, all bookmarked somewhere. Um, let's well, talk about sex. Let's talk about uh, nah. nah. Um, let's talk, talk about, about mammals in in uh, South America. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, oh, mammals in South America. Do you mean like, for example, a hippo? That's a that's a great place to start. Yeah, why don't we start? Um, <laughs> Except it's not indigenous to South America. <laughs> it's African, that's, isn't it? The that's the interesting thing, though. Is teaching hippos in South America? I don't think so. Well, no, but it's it's actually quite not classed as an invasive species. Um, it's probably better to look at the story first, but. Uh, 
I can tell you about that. Oh, it's cocaine, isn't it? So yeah, all right, all right, yeah. <laughs> oh, so I, 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 now I know the story you're talking about. I didn't mean to start yeah. that. I'm sorry. Um, right, here we go. Right, okay. Did you hear that? By the way, that ding, ding, that music that just came on. Good. No. That part. Right. Okay. Can you hear this though? So this is it, right? Do we need to watch the movie as well, Pauline? Ah, uh, it's like a, um, it's like a, a pet. Well, I can give you a background on it. Well, I've got a brief kind of outline of what this is about. Basically, Pablo Escobar had four hippos, as you do, because he pretty much owned fucking everything else. So he had four hippos, and what? When he was um, when he was killed in 1993, they released them, <laughs> like the sensible thing to do. They released them into the wild, and they've they've run rampant uh, on the the ecosystem in South America. Um, there's now something like 80 hippos running around really? in, in really? parts of Colombia. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're adapted. All kinda, yeah, they're they're all kind of like um, I guess if there was only four at the start and there's 80 now, they're you know, there's this They're all inbred. Bunch of, yeah, this 80 inbred hippos wandering around, kind of like something you'd see in Dunfermline High Street. And they're, um, <laughs> so hippos are dangerous at the, at the best of times, but imagine a mongrel similar, hippo. Similar dentistry, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. You get them going into the Vodafone and show up and having a moan about their contract. But now these... um. Well, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 Paul. Everybody, wait, wait, wait. Let's see who can come up with the best... Hippopotamus, um, crazy pun like hippomong, um, hi- hippopotamong. I think you're just shooting from the hippo there, aren't you? Oh yes! Hey. High five! Yes. High five! Right, okay, now let's leave that. Go on, Paul. Carry on with your story. Uh, yeah, so they're they're running rampant, and uh, everyone's complaining about it because they're destroying all this stuff. But um, the silver lining is that. Uh, a lot of the time when you introduce animals into a different ecosystem, sometimes they actually do in some ways benefit it because they'll be, a, you know, they'll, they'll eat a certain thing or, and it'll allow other things to grow and flourish. So um, although they're making a bit of a mess, lots of the parts of the ecosystem that were um, once destroyed uh, years and years and years ago when there were llamas and all this kind of stuff in the region are, are now starting to flourish again so they, they can't actually class them as an invasive species kind of like um like uh the uh what was it the the, the, the toads in australia right they were in yeah, the, the gray squirrel or something yeah 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 they, they can't class them as that anymore because the ecosystem is actually in certain areas is, is flourishing um and it all came from the, the lovely man himself, Pablo Escobar. Yeah, I mean, who, who's to say that they didn't have hippos there before humans came in and wiped the bastards out anyway? It's interesting, Yeah, I'm that, not sure. It? I mean, there are some massive, massive animals in the, the Pantanal in South America. Um, in fact, I think it's like maybe the, the region, the, the part of the world that the biggest animals tend to grow in because the, uh, the environment is perfect. You know, it's like the, the right amount of humidity, the right amount of heat. So... You get the biggest snakes there, the the biggest spiders. You get the capybara, which is like one of the biggest um, rodents yeah. in the world. You know, so all these kind of animals are, are huge. So I wouldn't be surprised if there was something kind of hippo-like or in in that region, um, you know, millions of years ago. Right. Yeah. Uh, do you know? I was just about to say. Right. If if we just leave nature, if humans weren't around, right, would it always eventually achieve perfect balance? 
<laughs> Fucking hell, that's flummoxed you, didn't it, lads? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. um, I was thinking, have you, have you ever seen um, Kudzu? Have you ever seen Kudzu? Um, look at this. It's, a, it's like this Japanese um, fucking weed man that takes over everything. It, it actually looks quite beautiful in a way, but it just absolutely... Japanese. Yeah, it's called Kudzu. Oh, I thought you were talking about a, a, a ganja man when you says a Japanese no. weed man. is <laughs> just taking over <laughs> everything. He's just buying up farmland. Look at that though, guys. Jesus Christ. Imagine if they were warts and it was on your penis. It, I mean... I don't need to imagine. <laughs> am I, that is crazy, right? Those pictures are mad, don't you think? Oh, you, you won't be able to see them as well as me, will you? Damn it. Okay. That's why. Oh, I can, see but, them, yeah. can, you, can you see them? Because, you know, my point about nature achieving perfect balance, I mean, that is fucked, isn't it? That is just unbelievable. Well, I think nature's always going to take over, is it? I mean, if you look at abandoned buildings from... Ooh, you know, not, look not at Angkor Wat and the strangling feet phenomenon of Angkor Wat. Look at rosodendrons. Look at um, ivy. I mean, these things keep grabbing, don't they? Mm-hmm. They yeah. don't just say, oh, I've, you know, that's what the human species are doing. We don't just say, oh, we've probably grown enough now. Let's stop and be in balance with the rest of uh, the environment. No, we just keep growing. This is what the strangling figs did in uh, what Tarpra, um, yeah. Tarprom was. Um, That's it's beautiful. A really cool one. Yeah, 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 it's awesome. Yeah. Interesting place, actually, Anchor Wat. It's, but, it's but not that... my favourite temple in the complex, though. Right. No, it's Tarprom, Tar I think, is the one that uh, has the mm-hmm. strangling fig phenomenon. Anchor what is kind of boring. Yeah. Um, Bion is nice. Um, Bion is my favourite one. Yeah, it's like a giant. Yeah, with the faces. Model. Yeah. It's beautiful, isn't Ima- it? Imagine what it must have been like to discover this. You no, know, in the uh, or rediscover it in the twenties. Uh, uh, so I think French yeah. explorer did. I forget the name now. Well, the amazing um, thing is just the, the sheer size of the complex. But, do, James, do, mean, do you know... It's huge. And, and you, Paul, as well. Do you know when they say discovered it? I mean, some locals knew about it, right? <laughs> yeah, they were scared. Well, they? They didn't want to go in there. They yeah, thought it was cursed. They, they, ah, yeah, they thought it was cursed. They thought it was yeah. ghosts and shit inside. Because have, have you heard the theory that once the, the Amazon was once a thriving... Um, Seri- not just one city, but a series of cities with as much as maybe 20 million people there. And before it was reclaimed that, by yeah. the forest, yeah. And, you know, as climate changes a little bit and, you know, one person plants a tree, <laughs> you know, a couple of hundred years later, you got the bloody Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the, the jungle was there a long time before the civilizations were. Well, no, I, I, think, I don't think it was. Years old. No, I, no, I think it was uh, grassland, James. Or it was cut back anyway to, to make... Not, not the whole of the Amazon. They're millions of years old, these forests, these rainforests, right? Are they? They would, have, okay. they, would have, they would have cleared a hole, right? You're talking about the Inca... Yeah. Inca civilization, right? Yeah, the, the Mayans and the Incas and... 
Mayans was further north, wasn't it? Near kind of Mexico, yeah, kind of out central. of yeah. Yeah. America, Mexico, Honduras, that kind of area. Um, Incan culture, I think, kind of starts uh, Western South America. So, like, you've got the uh, the Nazca, mm. the Nazca lines and whatnot. Um, you know, and obviously um, uh, all the kind of the different temples and, and all this kind of kind of thing in in Peru. The so saying, sorry, sorry, Paul. He's saying that the research, funded in part by National Geographic uh, and published today in the Journal of Nature Communications, challenges a common perception that the pre-Columbian Amazon rainforest, uh, the challenge, the perception of the pre-Columbian Amazon rainforest are sparsely populated. The perception has endured despite 16th century accounts of large interconnected villages that go against modern assumptions. Uh, many people have the image that it's an untouched paradise, uh, blah, 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 but much of the region is unexplored and, uh, and covered in dense forest. So it's been inaccessible for many years. Apart from, uh, until now, uh, they've used satellite imagery to, to explore more parts. Um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, where the fuck does it say it? No, I think oh, here we go. Because I, I don't think that... They say he certainly cleared the forest. They certainly yeah. cleared the forest um, to build, you know, um, settlements. Um, but there's no way that the civilizations were there before the Amazon, Amazonian jungle was. Right. But okay. it's not the oldest rainforest in the world, though. I believe the oldest rainforest in the world is the Daintree, north of Cairns in Australia. So right, and, and also in the Southeast Asia, around not far from us now, is terribly old. Mm. On the uh, Malaysian Peninsula, like the wow. fifty-five million years. So, yeah, it's been there a long time. I mean, there's a lot of reports saying now that they think the the human civilization came from Australia as well, didn't they? There's a lot of different reports. A lot, a lot of them. I mean, a lot of them say that people came from Africa as well, or you know. But it's interesting how how people have. Um, I guess evolved and, and changed. You know, I mean, Asian civilizations. You look at obviously the difference in the eyes and whatnot, and that's apparently due to the um, uh, like the, the people in the north with the freezing temperatures and things like that. That they developed the, that shape of the eye, that extra lid or whatever you would call it, to protect their eyes from the, the freezing climate. So, but also yeah, from the sun, right? Yeah, well, I mean, if you look at the Americas, yeah, I mean, how they're very similar. Um, you know, people from mm. Mongolia and Tibet and whatnot, and you, you look at them, and then you look at the uh, the, the people in, in Bolivia living off Lake Titicaca, they, they look almost identical. <laughs> Titis. <laughs> I actually watched an interesting documentary on Lake Titicaca last night. How they, they, they live off, I <laughs> just love saying it, how, how they live off the reeds, but the reeds are, are the most important thing in their life. I mean, they use it, the, the reeds to make claws, they use, it, they use them to make boats, they use them to make the actual islands they live on, the houses, they eat parts of the reed. Um, it's, it's, it's essential. Where's this? I've never heard you of it. Sure, I watched last night, guys. Uh, I'm sure you've seen this. Okay. I'm sure you've seen this, a movie with... Uh, Oh, what's his name? The guy who caught um, Corona recently, Tom Hanks, um, where he's stranded on that island. It's called Castaway. Oh, Castaway. He works for, yeah. 
It's fantastic. Do you remember he, he the first thing he finds is the coconut, the supply of coconut. And he can't open it, right? And he can't open it for a long time. Yeah. He's banging it and he fashions a little uh, piece of rock to open it. And then like weeks pass, or, like months pass, and then he, he, he discovers fire or, he, you know, he, he manages to start a fire. And I was thinking, Paul, uh, Michael, could you survive on just coconuts for more than a few weeks? <laughs> well, it's, it's necessity, isn't it, James, I think? But, um, no, I mean, you know, no. I don't no, actually no, no, like them. For, for oh, example. Mean, um, nutrition, I mean, yeah. nutritionally. Yeah, nu- nu- nutrition-wise. There was this uh, Arctic team who got short of their, their supplies were short and they found rabbits right and they just ate rabbits all the time it was the only thing they had to eat and they loved it they felt really healthy and they died from vitamin deficiencies right mm. and i was thinking coconuts if all you it have is lovely <laughs> if all you have is coconut surely you're going to be missing some protein i, I guess there is protein vitamin should we ask should we see what I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, let's ask the question. Can you survive from coconut a coconut-only diet? <laughs> you, start, you start showing signs of PTSD every time you see a fucking bounty in Tesco. <laughs> That's the thing about these movies. They don't show what happens afterwards, the post-traumatic. Uh, a lot of people are asking this question. Ah, oh, great. It's actually, some, someone's actually asked a fucking question. Coconuts are a pretty complete protein source. Wow. A source of fats, carbohydrates as well. Oh, they are severely lacking in A, K, B6, and B12. Deficiencies in these vitamins can cause pernicious or micromyelia anemia. Anemia. the ability to fight infections and increased bruising, stroke, bleeding. Right. Okay. Actually, the bone stores B12, preferring for long periods, blah, blah, blah. If you've ingested no B12 for five to seven years, oh wow, okay, that's that's really that's really amazing. But he, um, he eats fish as well, doesn't he? He catches fish and eats them. What's this guy saying? But it, it takes a long time. I mean, it's like after months, he catches a crab, but he doesn't want to eat it because it's not cooked, and then he discovers by rubbing the stick to make fire, and then he's comfortable eating seafood. How I'd just long? be eating bags and shit, you know, anything. Yeah. How, Jay, you'd go feral immediately, wouldn't you, James? <laughs> I've read the SAS Survival Handbook. I know exactly what to do. Yeah. I'd, I'd, yeah, I'd be crushing up man ants and into a paste, sticking them in with the coconut. How long, <laughs> honestly, do you think it would take you if you had no tools at all to make a fire? Like weeks. Well, this is the thing, dude. He had this, um, he had this little um, uh, watch with a photo of his wife in it, right? Which is with a glass case. Yeah. Surely it's the way to do it is just glass. yeah, just use a magnifying glass and light up the kindling. But he's rubbing for days like this. He must have had arms <laughs> like rubbing Popeye. for days. <laughs> There's nothing else to do on the island apart from yeah. rub. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think we all have arms like Popeye at the end of this lockdown. Um, just being on a desert island at what point do you think you'd either stop or start masturbating (laughs) oh no I think I'd I'd probably do it within about 10 minutes just to try and alleviate the anxiety 
Yeah. Just, just crack, crack one off at the state of the sea. And would you walk around naked? Yeah. Well, just with your cock, just got... just waving around in the in the in the in the sea breeze. Scottish, I'd probably would... instantly get burned. I think I would fashion, fashion a cod piece with one of those said coconut <laughs> shells. <laughs> Coconuts. Cod piece. Fashion. I did mean nah. coconut cod piece, oh, yes. Nah. <laughs> Always someone who's thought of it, right? It's off a jiffy. That's that's totally nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's Coco. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, it looks like. <laughs> there you go. Look, there you go. Sniffing <laughs> it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. 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 Coconut cod piece. There you go, James. You dis- you rediscovered something. Brilliant. There you go. Paul, you keep getting muffled. Does your thing slip down your T-shirt or something? Oh, is that better? That's better, mate. That's better. Yeah. Let's see what this guy says. Welcome to Coconut Revolution 101. We are a... Food sovereignty, food independence workshop, and we teach you how to survive on an island with everything that the coconut gives you. I seen them lighting that fire and they're using like coconut husk. Um, mm. <laughs> husk. husk. You just wanted to say that, didn't you? You didn't even know I didn't say about it. <laughs> when, when they're using that, that mossy looking husk, I kept on thinking like if you were on an island for years like Tom Hanks was in that movie, like how long would your pubic hair grow? 
Like, is hey. there a point in which it stops? How, how yeah, long? your pubic hair just doesn't grow. keep growing, Paul. No, well, it must. I don't think so, mate. It can't just be like, okay, this well, is it. You know, we've, <laughs> that's we've a silly reached, question. Your pubic hair doesn't just keep growing. Uh, well, it's, how do you know? Like, does your body just go right? We've reached the <laughs> we've, we've reached the nineteen seventies. We're going to stop. It's like that Japanese weed that Mickey was talking about, right? <laughs> it just starts getting coming up here and like engulfing your fucking mouth. <laughs> you can't breathe. Starts ingrowing. Yeah. Oh, you're not being serious, are you? I'm absolutely <laughs> serious. Like how? How? Long no, certain parts of your body grow hair that that they like itself. Itself, it falls out after a while. It, they don't grow. When, wouldn't you shear it, shear it off, and use it as uh, kindling? <laughs> that that means that some old men who've never shaved their or make, make a little pu- guitar. <laughs> just, but it would just smell like a a, a cummy potpourri. <laughs> a cummy what? A spunky potpourri. <laughs> a spunk purry. Yeah. yeah. I just want to know how long they grow. I mean, like, they've got to... I mean, is there, like, a set limit, like, between... So, so you're, like a, like... you're like a wax-on, wax-off kind of guy. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you waxing? Are you trimming? Or shaving? I like, I like smooth, smooth balls. Stuff. Smooth balls feels great. It feels... Absolutely magic. Yeah, but I could never do my balls. So that's the waxer. It's difficult. It's difficult shaving the balls. Must be like uh, who waxes It's difficult because it's it's really wrinkly. You know, it must be like must be like when Gordon Brown shaves his face. Who waxes them for you? Well, your girlfriend, the Karate Kid. Who waxes your balls for you? Mr. Miyagi. And can you put me in touch? <laughs> small can Japanese man comes and waxes my balls. Right, do you have his number? That's what I want to know. No, no, I don't wax my balls. I shave. I shave them, but it's... it's yeah, but do you not nick them? Wrinkly. You nick uh, it. It happens sometimes. It happens sometimes. Because I use the electric yeah. razor just to get the long bits, right? And yeah. And I attack the small bits with the, the bick. Right. Um, so do you I actually just like skirt... Do, yeah, but do you, do you try and just nip them off with the electric razor but not touch the skin that's what I do like almost just uh, go a, a millimeter away from the skin yeah yeah but then you've got to take the back after it but it's so difficult you, you always you're like yep yeah, I've done a great job here they look yeah you know they're, they're, they're glowing they're shiny they're soft mm-hmm. just like and nature you, you intended them sh- yeah you go for a shower and you know to <laughs> James's <the> face <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know you get settled onto the bed the air cons, the aircon's blowing on your freshly smooth balls and you're you're ready to crack one out and then you discover three rogue hairs that are like fucking four centimetres, five centimetres long and you're like, I, th- I thought I got you. <laughs> Night ruined. Just ruined. You. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to go back in and then pick them out or, or whatever. Yeah, it's just fucking, it takes hours. It takes hours. James, do you want to weigh in on this coconut? <laughs> Sorry, coconuts. Well, I was, I was thinking on this, this uh, testicle um, manicuring... Uh, Segment. So, if you were going to get, if you were stranded on a desert island, what you know, one piece of equipment would you take? And I oh, guess geez. Paul's taking the razor. <laughs> uh, food, shelter, fire. No, my fucking balls. Spoon nuts. <laughs> <laughs> you could probably you find it. You, you need a shaven. 
You need to shave a gooch in an emergency, don't you? Well, it's, it's kind of like a comfort blanket, you know, isn't it? When you you know you try to sleep and you get your hands down your boxers or whatever. I mean, if if, there's, if you're in a really stressful situation, like you're in a you're in a fucking cave that's flooded on some desert island, you're not going to want to rest your hands on a, a, a bushy a bushy sack. You know, <laughs> comfort in the towel. You know, like on them. Um, well, at, at least not your own. <laughs> You know, so I didn't hear that, so I, can't, I don't know what you're laughing at. What did you say? No, skip forward. You're laughing at me. Um, no, He's what I was going to say, you, you know, look how much I'm sweating, James, because I haven't got my fucking fan on. And there's you, just... Um, what I was going to say... I need, it to get, I need it to keep my balls cool, so I don't <laughs> shave. Um, imagine, you know, like on, um, on Flintstones, where they've got an animal to do everything... If you went on a desert island, you'd have to find a small bug or something that just ate pubic hair, and then just like uh, let them loose on your on your scrotum. Or like a Ten little, a little possum or something like that to just nibble around the base. Yeah, yeah, just nibble around the base. Yeah, exactly. So we got way late, didn't we, guys? <laughs> this is probably the most <laughs> digress, the biggest digression we've ever done. <laughs> Apologies for that. Apologies. I just, From I just Positive press is quite a departure from the animal's typical coverage. Generally, scientists talk about the environmental damage the roughly 80 to 100 animals, which are descendants of the four kept at the late drug kingpin's private zoo in Columbia, are causing. The University of Massachusetts Amherst reports that a team of scientists says the ever-growing population could actually be valuable in restoring some important ecological traits and functions that have been lost for thousands of years. One of those researchers noted the feral hippos in South America are similar in diet. Looks a bit downsy, that one, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> they lost me at the start when they started talking about animal coverage. I was fucking gone again. <laughs> You're gone, mate. Look at that, doesn't he? Looks a little bit Body size to extinct like giant llamas. He's missing a chromosome or two. So while hippos don't perfectly replace any one extinct species, they restore parts of important ecologies across several species. Wow. Interesting. Right. There so go. there's um, nature on, on this strange life. <laughs> oh, what's that? There you go. Okay. Oh, there's more. Okay. Well, we don't want any more, do we, guys? Yeah, interesting. Should we just go through a few of these stories, guys? Um, should, we, should we play this? Should we play this? If, follow your heart, Mountain Man. Okay. Follow your heart. Okay, here we go. So, I think it's pretty much a staple on our show, isn't it? Old Kenneth Copeland, KC, as I like to call him. Um, so, this is just wonderful stuff here. So he, he went into the studio uh, with, I think, Dr. Dre, was it, James? And he's produced oh, an this, album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's good stuff. This is the first single. It's, it's the first single off it, right? It's going to hit dance floors this summer. Yeah, yeah, Most yeah. of the so dance floors in. will be empty, but... Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Let's go out with the Televangelist. Okay. We've been this yep. strange life. Enjoy the lockdown, guys. Be nice to everyone. Be nice to your neighbours. Um, just, I mean, leave everyone with one word, guys. One word. JD. Bladder. False. Uh, then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord. 
destroyed forever, and you'll never be back. <laughs> Jesus. I was getting right into that. Fucking, fucking tired. <gasps> God, I danced like that since since '93. Um, what when uh, Escobar was killed? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, there, was a, there was a street party in Yorkshire. <laughs> uh, we all danced. <laughs> James, when you were dancing with that, it was fucking hilarious, dude. <laughs> you know, I can't wait to watch that back. Fucking brilliant. Uh, hey, hey, anyway. What's this last one? Right, um... <laughs>